Well, the Jazz have now won five straight, which is great news for the Jazz. They just beat the Portland Trailblazers 120 to 105. And I'm coming down with a cold, so I apologize if I if you hear some sniffles or my voice sounds a little funny. Um but good game for the Jazz. I have a few notes about the Trailblazers that I thought was interesting, so I'll take just a minute or two to talk about that. I know this is a jazz channel, so I'll try to make sure most of this video is talking about what we can take away from the jazz, and I'll definitely get to that. But I think the Portland Trailblazers are a really interesting team, and two big takeaways that I I saw from from them, I don't think, like, by me saying they're an interesting team, I don't mean they're on the verge of contending for a championship. Obviously, they're not a great team right now. They're... Um, well below 500 what is it 13 and 21 um but i think they're just they're fun to watch and they're kind of interesting from a basketball perspective kind of from an x's and o's Uh, obviously i didn't dig into it too deep i didn't analyze their team Uh, but for a long time and i haven't watched a ton of portland basketball over the past several seasons but from what i have seen they were kind of like they were exciting because Damian Lillard was exciting. They weren't a terribly exciting team. Uh, two things that I did notice that I think makes them exciting for me. Uh, maybe some people don't like like some of these things, but when Damian Lillard was out and kind of the second unit was in, there were times in this game, it, it wasn't 100% consistent, but there were times in this game where it, the Portland Trailblazers looked kind of like a college team. And that's not meant to be an insult. That's I'm meaning that as a good thing in that the effort that they put out was what you see a lot of college teams put out. Like think um, not a huge name program. Like I, I guess Purdue's really good right now, but think of like a Purdue and March Madness, like the effort that that team would put out. Um, but it was really fun to watch that. You don't see that in the NBA a lot, particularly with teams that have a lot of star power. Um, so I saw some great hustle. Uh, the hustle was great, but the jazz are a good enough team that hustle is really not enough. You need some solid defenders and and some solid, some solid schemes to beat them. The other thing that I noticed that was interesting, this happened when Dame was in or out. Um, but they like the Portland trailblazers. They're one of the few teams that I've seen so far this season that could control the pace of the game against the Jazz. And controlling the pace is a big thing, and being able to adapt to different paces is a good is a huge part of winning. Um, I think it's something that can be overlooked. Uh, the Jazz are a team that normally can control the pace of the game, and when they can't, they're able to adapt to almost any pace. So that's why the Blazers controlling the pace against the Jazz at times. It wasn't the whole game, but it was... They had stretches where they were. Um, it, it didn't really impact the final score that much because the Jazz are able to adapt to almost any pace. Uh, but the the Blazers run at a fast pace. They're pushing the ball on offense. They're making great fast break plays. Um, they're making exciting plays. They're looking to score quick. And then on defense, they're not looking to let the Jazz sit and run the shot clock down while they let something develop. They want to force the Jazz into a shot immediately, hopefully a miss from the Trailblazers' perspective, or force a turnover or something. And and they were looking to make plays early in the shot clock on defense, which a lot of teams have the mindset of, 
oh, we're on defense. We just kind of react to what they're doing. But there were a few plays where I saw, I'm not saying the Trailblazers are an excellent defensive team, but there are a few plays where they were proactive on the defensive end. They, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but if, if you watch some of the plays, that, that was kind of the vibe I was getting. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I think I think that's something that more teams should adopt on the defensive end, kind of having that aggression and and taking control, even though you're not in possession of the ball, uh, could be really great for a lot of teams, um, especially teams like the Portland Trailblazers who don't have any lockdown defenders. So I thought that was interesting. Let's jump into the team stats and what I saw from the Jazz. Um, but this season, I'll probably bring it up almost every single episode unless I stop seeing it as a problem altogether. Well, not episode. This is this is a post-game review, but... Um, a recurring problem I'm seeing with the Jazz is is they're not taking enough shots and they're turning the ball over too much. That didn't happen this game. The Jazz are were playing the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers are a little bit shorthanded. Um, so obviously, like it's not it's not like they're playing the Bucks or anything. Um, but they shot only one less shot from the than the Trailblazers. I'm happy with that. That's close close enough to equal. Um, and they were even on the turnover battle, uh, or not battle, but turnover numbers, I guess. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. Plus the jazz shooting almost 53% from the field. And when you shoot about the same number of shots, it's going to be hard to beat any team when they shoot the same number of shots as you and they're shooting 53%. So those were the things that stood out from me. For, for, stood out to me from the team stats. Um, the Jazz really weren't shooting great from three or free throws, but the the Blazers really don't have a great paint presence, and the the Jazz took advantage of that. And I think Donovan Mitchell being out kind of does hurt their three pointing uh, their three point game a little bit. Uh, not only because he's a great shooter, but because just having a shooter on the floor stretches things out a little bit more and opens up more shots for other shooters. And he's also, he's a good distributor. He's not elite, but I've seen a lot of great improvements from him in that category. Uh, to jump over to the box score, I'll give a, a I, I spent a lot of time on the Blazers, but I'll give a quick shout out to Norman Powell and Damian Lillard. Both of them broke 30. Both of them got 32 points. Um, but that was about all the scoring help the Bla- the Blazers got. They they had lots of other people score a few buckets, but those are the only two consistent scores. And if that's the situation you're in, that's it's easy to lose those games when you can only when there's only two people who you can reliably get a bucket from. Um, looking at the Jazz, it was kind of similar. The Jazz. The Jazz never rarely have someone who's just like a go-to scorer who's there the guy. Uh, and if it is, it's almost always Donovan Mitchell. But he was out tonight, obviously. The Jazz do a really good job. They're a very well-built team. And they do a good job at getting four-plus people, five-plus people in double digits every night. Tonight, they had six players in double digits. Um, Rudy Gobert... Had the team high with 22. He brought in 14 rebounds. 
Um, but the bench was really the star of the show. I like, uh, I'm not going to do the math right now, but bench scoring. Well, I guess it was really three guys. It was Hassan Whiteside, Jordan Clarkson, and Rudy Gay, uh, who came in and had excellent nights. Hassan Whiteside had 15 points, 11 rebounds. That's just kind of mirroring what Gobert does uh, as as far as impact on the box score. Um, Jordan Clarkson, I noticed him step up a lot when the Blazers were really pushing the pace and forcing the Jazz to play quicker. He was the guy who can can keep up with that pace and was and was keeping up with that. He ended up with 19 points, five assists, four rebounds, two steals. I didn't even notice two steals up until now. Um, I've talked about this before, but look out for good assist games from Jordan Clarkson. He used to be just the, he's a score only guy. He'll get one or two assists sometimes, but I think he's been actively putting in the effort to, to be a distributor, find his teammates when they're open. And it's not been every single game, but I've seen several games where he's been getting good assist numbers. Um, and I want to talk about Rudy Gay real quick. This is probably going to be... Uh, normally, I ramble on for forever, about 15, 15 or so minutes, but probably wrap up pretty quick after Rudy Gay. But um, this was his best game since his first game back. He had 21 points, 6 rebounds. He shot 8 for 13 and 3 for 7. And I loved seeing that from him. It's not like he was an explosive scorer, but... He got in his spots. He hit shots. He um, he hit three threes, but he he was also looking for those that mid range area. He was he was noticing mismatches because he's he's bigger than a lot of players that are going to be defending him. So he he'll back down and and get a mid range jumper, and he he can knock those down. So I liked seeing him kind of score in a in a variety of different places and take advantage and and be a little bit aggressive. Um, obviously, he's not going to be our primary scoring option, even off the bench. But um, there's, there's games like tonight's where Donovan Mitchell's out, and you need someone else to step up and score a little bit off the bench. And Portland's kind of a smaller team, so that's a perfect opportunity for Rudy Gay to step up and score those points. He can dribble the basketball. He has some moves. He can be athletic. He can post up. And so he's a great player because he's versatile depending on who's defending him. So I love seeing that from him. I'm hoping to see maybe not 21 points, but I'm hoping to see more regularly 12, 14 point nights from him. Uh, I think as the season progresses, as he starts feeling better and as he starts get like fitting into the jazz system, We'll start to see a little bit more from more from him as far as scoring goes. So good one for the Jazz. They have a back-to-back coming up, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Um, I think they play the Warriors New Year's Day. I maybe let me double check. I know they play the Timberwolves on New Year's Eve. And if ESPN loads, I'll tell you who they play on New Year's Day. Uh, you can probably check. You've probably found out. If you're watching this video, you probably found out who they play before I can even load it up. Um, 
and they make me scroll. Okay. Yeah. So it is Golden State. They have Minnesota, Golden State, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and then the third, fifth, and the seventh of that first week of January. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, they have another back to back. Uh, will be New Orleans, Denver, Toronto, Indiana. So they have some tougher games coming up. They've won five in a row. I'm really looking forward to that Golden State game. I think that should be a really fun game. So, yeah, that's kind of what I have for this game. Uh, For those of you who stuck around, thanks. I'm hoping you liked the video. Hit the like button if you did. And if you're a Jazz fan and you're new around here, uh, go ahead and follow the channel. We're, We're kind of posting content all over and I can't say the name of some of the biggest video services out there but whatever channel you're you're watching this on like follow our channel there uh if you're a jazz fan and you you like this kind of just talking to the mic we normally have an episode every week where it's me and my my buddy nate where we talk and then most every single game either nate and i nate or i come on and and kind of give a breakdown of what we saw so if you like that kind of content follow us uh we'd love to have you join the community and Thanks, thanks for watching this, and I'm looking forward to that Warriors game. So, let me, let me know what kind of predictions that you have for the Warriors game. I'm I'm excited to hear what you guys have to think. Um, yeah, have a good night or day whenever you watch this. Bye.